Let me ask you something. Are you actively in pursuit of your miracle? Are you looking for it? Has God promised you something and even today you're still waiting for things to come to pass? I know I am. Are you searching for your sign? When's the last time you looked for your miracle? Today, I want to talk to you about actively pursuing your miracle. I know you may be facing strong opposition right now. The pressures of life might be getting to you. Let me encourage you to keep the faith. The difficult times aren't the times to question God or to wonder if He's really there. Instead, they're the instances in which we say, God, I trust you. I'm depending on your faithfulness. I know you're going to see me through these difficult times. Have you ever noticed that whenever pressure comes, it always seems like it's the first time you've ever felt that way? It's like your memory has been wiped clean of all the other obstacles you've conquered. Negative emotions try to take us down the wrong road. Now, have you figured out that those emotions can discourage you and wear you out? But while emotions change frequently, God never changes. And just because you might feel like you're not strong enough to handle a situation doesn't mean God isn't strong enough. He can handle anything. We get to those places where we don't think we can keep going to get through. We have to remind ourselves of who we are in Christ. We have to tune out the negative voices of defeat and discouragement. And that's the time we have to think of the times that God has gotten us through tough times before. And because He did it before, He will most certainly do it again. There's a scripture that says, The one who died for us is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for us. That's found in Romans 8.34. That particular verse is proof that no matter how overwhelmed or underqualified and alone you might feel right now, God, He's cheering you on. What an amazing thought. Think about the creator of heaven and earth is on your side. Do you know why? It's because he knows what's in you. He knows what you're made of. After all, you're created in his image. That means you're not an accident. You're not a second thought and you're not a failure. God absolutely believes in you. And when you think about it, pressure doesn't have to be a bad thing. Remember, a diamond is simply a chunk of coal that didn't give up. It handled pressure well. The same boiling pot that softens a potato also hardens an egg. It's all about what we're made of. Remember, God created us, so we know that what we're made of is solid. We also know that God is on our side, which ensures us that we really can make it through anything. The scripture says in 2 Timothy, God is looking over your shoulder. In other words, God has your back. He's looking out for you. The story in the Bible found in 1 Kings about the prophet Elijah and King Ahab is so encouraging of why we should be looking for our miracle every single day. So let me give you a little background on the story. Elijah, the prophet Elijah, told the king, King Ahab, to get prepared because there was going to be some heavy rain. Now you have to know a little bit of the backstory to fully understand the magnitude of this statement. Three years prior, Elijah announced to the same king that there would be a great drought in the land until he spoke otherwise. And in those next few years, a lot transpired. But two things remained consistent. It didn't rain, and there was bad blood between the king and God's prophet. 
In fact, Elijah put his life at risk by even meeting face-to-face with King Ahab. The scripture says that Elijah climbed to the top of the mountain. He bent down to the ground. He put his face between his knees, and he told his servant to go out and look for rain. The servant came back and reported that he saw nothing. Seven times Elijah told him to go back and look, and Elijah knew what he had been told by God. Now, I hope you're getting that. He knew the promise that he had been told by God that there would be rain coming. He knew this in his heart, and he knew that God would send the rain. Finally, the seventh time he sent his servant out, the man came back and said, I see a cloud as small as a man's hand rising from the sea. That's all he needed to hear. And he told his servant to go tell Ahab, rain is coming. The story went on to say that the sky grew black with clouds and heavy rain began to fall. I love how Elijah knew that one teeny tiny cloud was significant. He was looking for his miracle. He didn't doubt that God was going to bring the rain. He was looking for the signs. He knew that cloud the size of a man's hand in a great big blue sky was confirmation of the very thing that God said would happen. Elijah was consistently on the lookout for his miracle, and he grabbed hold of the tiniest of signs, knowing that his God could and would come through for him. Now, let me ask you, when is the last time you got up in the morning and you said, God, I believe my miracle is on the way? I'm actively looking for it. I know it's coming. I know you're faithful to your word. I'm not going to stop looking. I'm not going to stop believing and stay in this course and stay in faith until I see my miracle come to pass. Faith is actively looking. It is proactively believing for something that doesn't seem possible in the natural, but that's entirely possible with God. Do you know that your prayers are never a bother to God? Just because you don't see anything happening doesn't mean God is not working. The scripture says it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is about the prodigal son. You know the story. He took his inheritance. He left his family. He went to a distant country to live, and he squandered his wealth, and he lived in a wild way, to say the least. Finally, when he had come to the end of his money, he got himself a job feeding pigs, and he wanted to eat the pig's food. That's when the Bible says that the son finally came to his senses and he realized in the midst of starving that he would do better as one of his father's servants back home. He knew he had messed up so badly that he could no longer be considered a son, but he believed that maybe his father would hire him to work in the fields. He figured at least then he wouldn't starve to death. Now comes the part I love. In Luke 15, it says, while the son was still a long way off, man, this is so good. While the son was still a long way off, his father saw him. He was filled with compassion, and he ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and he kissed him. Even while the son was telling his father that he knew he was no longer worthy to be called a son, the father was wrapping his best robe around him, putting a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet, and was even planning a feast. He was celebrating that his son, who was once dead, was now alive again. Now, I can just imagine that that father was getting up every day looking for his miracle, looking out his front door, hoping beyond hope that he would see his son. I could picture him every time he was out in the field looking over the horizon for his son to return. I can only imagine how when he went into town, he was combing the crowds looking for a glimpse of the one he loved. 
He wasn't going to give up on his son. Instead, he chose to continue to hope, to pray, and watch for his son's return. He made up his mind that he was going to keep looking until he saw what he wanted to see. Now, I don't know what kind of miracle you need today, but I want to encourage you to actively pursue it. God really does care about what you're facing. He hasn't gone on vacation. He hasn't forgotten about you. Let me encourage you with this. You're stronger than what you're going through. So don't give up just because it's tough. Don't quit because things might appear to be getting worse. Don't allow the process to discourage you either. Don't allow the pressure to get the best of you. And don't allow the bad news and setbacks to put you in a tailspin. Don't allow what you see to cause you to forget what God has already said. Look at your situation with eyes of faith. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on the promise. Tune out those naysayers. Don't let the pressures of life get to you. You're stronger than you think. Keep believing for those kids. Keep trusting God to do a miracle in your marriage. Keep waiting for the spouse that God has for you. Keep believing for a miracle in your health. Keep standing on what God has declared over your life. You do what you can do, and then watch what God will do. If God said it, He's going to do it. If He spoke it, it will come to pass. Believe in God, and at just the right time, He is going to make it happen. Hope you're encouraged today, and until next time, I hope you have an amazing day.